Hi, my name is Melissa K. Jones, Leadership and Operations Coach for Service-Based Small Businesses. Lead with Excellence podcast features conversations with leaders in small business and short coaching segments. I'll discuss how to lead yourself, your clients, and your team. My goal is to empower and encourage you in your leadership journey. Let's get started. It's the time of year when annual reviews and bonuses occur. So I have a big question for you. Are you unintentionally rewarding mediocrity and as a result, creating future problems? This happens when people are rewarded with financial compensation or titles and haven't earned them. And it typically occurs because there isn't a framework in place to show what must be achieved. We see this most frequently with the current tipping culture. Most of the service that you receive now isn't worthy of five stars or even 20%. Yet somehow we all feel like a social obligation or pressure to give them five stars or that 20% tip. And we also see it occur in small businesses where owners reward employees indiscriminately. Many of them don't even realize that they're doing this. Instead, they're rewarding a team member because they're generous and it feels good. And generosity is great, but when it's misguided, it can enable poor behavior. And as the owner, you're responsible for business longevity. Longevity is dependent upon the value created for clients, which includes service and the quality of work produced. When you reward a team member who hasn't earned it, it creates multiple problems that can snowball. Here are those three problems. First one is entitlement. So that team member starts to believe that they're entitled to rewards versus earning them, and thus they take less initiative. Two, envy. Peers of team members who've witnessed the work of their peer and see the lack of congruity between the effort and the reward, which then is destructive to morale and team culture. And three, mediocrity. It lowers the quality of work produced because the rewards aren't aligned with the results and poor performance over time will cost you extra money, time, and drive clients away. I am a big advocate for paying people well when they earn it by creating or adding value. If someone is only giving minimum effort, then it requires a deeper conversation with a team member to understand if they are in the right seat. Here's a quick way to assess the skills of a team member on a scale of one to five. Five is excellent, meaning that they've mastered and are able to independently lead others. Four is very good. They understand and contribute to the improvement. They're able to mentor others. Three is good. They understand and execute the basic concepts of the responsibility or the skill. Two, they need improvement. So additional mentoring is needed from you or whoever is overseeing their team. And then one, they need additional training. And typically that occurs one-on-one. Fives are rarely given. When a five is given or a person has earned mostly fives in their position, then they're typically ready to take on new responsibilities and be promoted if applicable. It's important to be transparent with team members when using the scale and telling them what they've earned and why and then here's what needs to happen to earn a higher score. The reason behind this is because it empowers them to take ownership of their success because they have clarity on what action to take. How does the scale translate to financial compensation? Well, let's use $100 as an example. 
If someone scores an average of five across all their skills, then they would receive the full $100 because it's 100%. If someone scores an average of four, which is 80%, then they receive $80. And if someone scores an average of three, which is 60%, then you can reward them with $60 at the most. You can also reward them with less than that because again, they're doing the basic concepts of their role. Anything less than a three, so example, if they have an average of 2.9 all the way down to one, they are not rewarded because the results are not there. So you need to have then a conversation about what needs to happen in regards to training, mentoring, if they're in the right position. The whole conversation can go a lot of different ways, but a conversation needs to be had there. And then what skills and contributions you choose to assess are contingent on your business. The key is consistency in the assessment of skills across team members and then consistency in rewarding them, whether financially or with a title. If you need help creating this performance framework for your business, let's chat. Thank you for listening to this episode of Lead with Excellence. For additional resources, visit theceoffice.co. That is T-H-E-C-E-O-F-F-I-C-E dot C-O. Enjoy the podcast, share it with a friend, and I'll leave a review sharing what you enjoyed most and why someone else should listen to it. Let's go lead with excellence.